0: Part 1 – Discipline Experience Pain and Solve Problems with a Positive Attitude Alright, let's start with the first part, Discipline, to experience pain and solve problems with a positive attitude. What is Discipline? According to Scott, Discipline means taking the initiative to accept pain and solve problems in a positive manner. Discipline is the basic tool for solving life's problems. And the most important way to eliminate the pain of life. Without discipline, a person will often fall into the abyss of suffering. Let's take losing weight as an example. If you can't follow a diet and workout schedule, you are meant to bear both the physical and psychological burdens caused by obesity. So, how can we achieve discipline? Scott believes four principles need to be adhered to delaying gratification acceptance of responsibility, dedication to reality, and balance. Let's start with the first principle, delaying gratification. When it comes to delaying gratification, we naturally think of the famous marshmallow experiment at Stanford University. The researchers brought 10 kindergarten children to a small room with a table and a chair. A marshmallow was placed in a tray on the table. The researchers told the children they could eat the marshmallows immediately. However, if they were willing to wait 15 minutes, they could get another marshmallow as a reward, meaning they could eat two marshmallows. The experiment's results showed that two-thirds of the children couldn't resist temptation and ate the marshmallow in front of them within 15 minutes. Only about a third of the children succeeded in delaying their desire for the marshmallow and eventually received another marshmallow. After this experiment, the research team conducted a continuous follow-up investigation. Decades later, the research team revisited these children. They found that, those who could control themselves and delay gratification had better academic performance and greater career success than those who had difficulty waiting. This is enough to show that delaying gratification can bring greater achievements and rewards. However, Few people can restrain desire and delay gratification. Therefore, already this is a road less traveled. What should parents do to improve their children's ability to delay gratification? Scott points out that parents themselves must manage to delay gratification to be better role models for their children. For example, if parents want their children to concentrate on their studies, then parents should not play computer games at home every day. To set a good example, parents also need to love their children. Children feel valuable from parental love, as such, they are more willing to take care of themselves. If parents always use control and tyranny to discipline their children, the children are likely to be excessively fearful of the future. Children who fear the future would rather experience instant gratification and happiness than delay it. Since for them, the future seems too far and dubious, they would prefer to muddle along in the present. Some teenagers prefer drinking, dating at a young age, or even taking drugs, instead of focusing on their studies. This is because their parents discipline them in an authoritarian way, without making them feel their existence is valued. Therefore, through delaying gratification, we mean to not indulge in temporary pleasure and comfort. If you encounter a problem in your life, don't avoid it. Confront the problem and find a way to solve it. Only in this way can you enjoy greater happiness in the future. After talking about delaying gratification, let's move on to the second principle of discipline, acceptance of responsibility. In life, we often meet people who cannot assume responsibility for their own lives. In their eyes, if something goes wrong in their lives, It is someone else's fault. They blame their original families for their bad character. They blame their colleagues when they can't handle workplace relationships. They blame their spouses when their marriages are in trouble. They alone don't assume any responsibility. Scott points out that lacking a sense of responsibility and unwillingness to take responsibility are likely to lead to a personality disorder. People with personality disorders cannot judge and take responsibility for themselves. They consistently believe they have no choice and that their actions are entirely helpless under external pressures. They portray themselves as weak, trying to paint their inaction as their so-called destiny in order to escape the burden of responsibility. For people who repeatedly divorce and remarry— once something goes wrong with their marriage, they shift the blame to the other person instead of reflecting on themselves. They end their marriages hastily and move on to the next person. However, if we do not go to the root of our problems and acknowledge our responsibilities, as well as correct our habits and attitudes, we will end up in a cycle of divorces and marriages. Scott points out that everyone is more or less inclined to evade responsibility. It is only when we assume responsibility for our own lives that we can better face life's problems. The third principle of discipline is dedication to reality. That is our perceptions need to be in line with the reality of the world. Here, Scott proposed the concept of life map, which refers to our view of reality. Some people think that the outside world is full of dangers, so they are timid and overcautious. Some people believe that the world is fun and offers endless opportunities, so they dare to take risks. These two different views of the world are the life maps of different people. It is not difficult to draw a life map in our mind based on our existing experiences. The tricky thing is to keep revising our life maps as times change. For example, some people have suffered parental abuse in childhood and as such will always doubt human nature. They believe no one is trustworthy, and there is only indifference and no love in this world. They will build a strong defense system in their hearts, shutting themselves off from the outside world. Later in life, they will also copy their parents' behavior and treat the people around them, especially their children, with the same attitude and behavior. In fact, they are clinging to their incomplete life maps from decades ago, and using their previous perceptions to measure their current problems, which will naturally lead to continuous conflicts. If we want to be dedicated to the truth, we must reflect on ourselves from time to time. Although self-reflection inevitably brings pain, those who dare to reflect will find that self-reflection brings much more happiness than pain. This is because when you reflect, you will learn to be more efficient and better at understanding things. The fourth principle is balance. Self-discipline is a challenge to human nature and requires sufficient courage and judgment. We have to learn to delay gratification as well as enjoy the present. We must be brave enough to assume our responsibilities, but we should not shoulder all these responsibilities ourselves. It requires us to constantly adjust to achieve a balance amongst these factors. If you want to do things right, it is crucial that you learn to give up parts of yourself. Although giving up parts of ourself will cause us a lot of pain, we have to confront the pain to grow and mature. The author recalled his childhood experience in the book. He could ride a bicycle when he was nine years old, and he rode around all day. On one occasion, he accelerated wildly when riding down a steep slope, seeking the thrill of speed. Then, tragedy struck. At the bottom corner of the slope, He was accidentally thrown off his bike into the woods nearby. He was severely injured, and the bike was twisted after it hit a tree. The author reflected on this incident, and realized that losing your balance is more painful than giving up parts of yourself. As for everyone else, when we come to the corners of our lives, we must give up parts of ourselves to achieve a balanced life. We give up speed, anger, personality traits, and well-established patterns of behavior. It's painful to give up, but it's better than the pain of losing your balance. Sometimes, the consequences of losing your balance can be devastating. Therefore, to achieve balance, the most important thing is to learn to give up parts of yourself. Just like the empty cup theory, if we want to establish new ideas and theories, we must clear out the old and outdated ones. Besides this, Scott also recommends the bracketing approach. That is we must affirm ourselves and maintain stability, while also daring to give up parts of ourselves to make room for new ideas and concepts, in order to achieve self-balance. The most feasible way to do this is to keep learning and be a lifelong learner. After a certain period, when you look back, you will find that you are a brand new person. When you think back and feel like your past self is a complete stranger, congratulations, you have achieved bracketing in balance. Alright, that brings us to the end of the first part. To summarize, to obtain mental growth, the first thing we must learn is discipline, which consists of these four principles delaying gratification, acceptance of responsibility, dedication to reality and balance. Dir hat dieser Podcast gefallen? Dann klicke jetzt auf Abonnieren und empfehle ihn weiter. Bleib immer auf dem Laufenden und folge uns bei Twitter, Instagram und Facebook.